Dad, I'm broke. Hey, broke. I'm Dad. Dad. Okay, don't you have cash saved up from babysitting? No, I spent it. I want my own bank account from S&T Bank. They offer free ATMs, Zelle, and an annual scholarship. Plus, when I open a Smart Start checking account, I get $100. See? I'm responsible. Hey, responsible. I'm Dad. Visit stbank.com slash smartstart for details. Bonus available July 1st through September 30th, 2022. Opening deposit balance of $50 required. Member FDIC. Hi, I'm Anna, and I'm a veterinarian. I'm coming to you live from my first vacation in five years. That's because now I'm an IndyVet. They've created a whole new way to practice that truly puts vets first. So without any guilt, I can lay on this beach and know that back on the mainland, I've got the support of an awesome team, plenty of ships that fit my life, and the freedom that usually only comes with relief. So yes, I love my job, but I could really get used to this. Another Mai Tai, please. IndyVets, a whole new way to vet. This episode of the Washington Ledger podcast is sponsored by Surfshark VPN. Surfshark is a service that allows you to connect to the internet through an encrypted tunnel to ensure your online privacy and protect your sensitive data. So when it comes to surfing the internet and you want to be protected, check out Surfshark. You can find out more at washingtonledger.com slash surfshark right now they are offering 83% off in 3 months free with a 30 day money back guarantee so check out twashingtonledger.com slash surfshark from coast to coast and around the nation this is the Washington Ledger Podcast with your hosts Larry Lease and Jacob Siegel. Each week, we dive into the latest news surrounding us. Hi, my name is Jacob Siegel. I'm here from the Washington Ledger, here to give you the latest scoop on this week's stories. According to CNBC, Joe Biden made a number of executive orders at roll, aimed at rolling back the immigration policies of the previous administration. Number one, a task force to reunite migrant children under the former administration's zero tolerance policy. There was no plan to reunify the children with their parents, even who are still in custody to this day. According to Jacob Soboroff, there is, on the Shep Smith podcast, there is cautious optimism. They started this when they were in office. He called it cruelty. There was a question of what relief is to be offered to the families, and the text of the executive order is allegedly broad enough that it could be improved upon later, which means that it could be narrow now, but it doesn't say that they can't include families that have already been separated earlier. Executive orders also call for the review of all the policies of the Trump administration in regards to immigration, such as the Remain in Mexico policy, which forces migrants who were in coming to the United States to remain in dangerous locations where they are trying to flee from, and the Title 42 program, which under the umbrella of the coronavirus, 
got rid of 100,000 people. Note, edit. So, so everything's being under review right now. And earlier, the White House announced a broad overview to review the entire CDC as well. What we are now seeing is guidance from Dr. Fauci, guidance from the CDC. And I have to sadly report that while the infections rate seems to be going down, according to New York Times Daily Log, the death rate does not seem to be going down. So we still have some work to do, or not of the woods yet, but it's better than it was a month ago. And even according to just what, say, two weeks ago, the New York Times has a little nice stat that it includes, it says that the rate of infections is 33% less than it was before. It's getting better as of Wednesday, February 3rd. The numbers for February 4th have not been reported yet, fully. It's not going to go away right away, just to be clear. But it will take time. And the other thing that scientists are worried about at the moment is they are worried about the Super Bowl vaccine, the Super Bowl parties. Um, According to the Washington Post, Dr. Fauci told the NBC's Today Show that you don't want parties with people you haven't had much contact with. You just don't know if they are, they're infected. So, as difficult as that is, at least this time around, just lay low and lay it cool. Attendance in NFL games is only at 22,000 people because of the pandemic restrictions and coronavirus mandates per the city, according to the Post. They are worried about the Super Bowl parties that are going to be taking place during the pandemic and are urging people to lay low. The fallen officer, Brian Stinwick, who defended the Capitol during the Capitol riots was or shall I say insurrection, during the insurrection, was way to rest tonight on February 3rd, as I'm recording this podcast. He is the only, only the fifth private citizen to have received such honor. According to CNBC, the Democrats in the Senate have voted 50 to 49 to unlock the reconciliation uh in, with the coronavirus relief package, Joe Biden urged Democrats to go big and said that the $600 billion proposal was not big enough, while Republicans feel betrayed. According to Politico, Republicans feel betrayed that Joe Biden is going the partisan route and re- route of reconciliation. Jen Psaki says there's no blood out oath for them to take the not vote the way that they want to vote. Uh, however, Mitt Romney says that there's no indication that they would want to vote for a $1.9 trillion bill. That being said, Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia, who is often known for being the wild card in these things, according to... Um, media reports, 
said that the Republicans were pretty, made good use of the reconciliation as a tactic. So it's not unusual, even though they might disagree with the size and scope. There are 16 senators on the call for discussing bipartisanship. It's not unusual for reconciliation to be used as a tactic. But other Democrats suggested it would be better if they could find a way to be bipartisan. Afraid they, or if they say that they are feeling betrayed after just meeting with Biden a day before, note to self, I need to source this, uh, the Republicans have made it clear that off the vote, that they voted strongly against Joe Biden's bill. No Republican in the Senate, not even Susan Collins, voted in favor of it. It was voted 50 to 49. So, on one hand, this is my analysis here. I hear what the Republicans are saying, but if I'm a Democrat, I'm looking at that, and that doesn't really bode very well for me in the future. So, if I'm a Democrat, I'm thinking about using policies such as reconciliation in the future for a major piece of legislation and figuring out how can I still get policies passed. And that's something that Rachel Maddow discussed with Chuck Schumer. And I'm trying to think about how can I prevent what happened with Obama happening with Joe Biden right now. Democrats are only going to have majority for the next two years, and the Democrats and Republicans just reached a power-sharing agreement, note self source. According to CNN, the power-sharing agreement in an article, Senate-approved power-sharing agreement allowing Democrats to take control of committees. According to Mitch McConnell, the power-sharing agreement would be split down with the same as a, tw almost identical as a 2001 power-sharing agreement that would let the uh, body operate in even manner. The power sharing agreement being the same was the same as the last Senate operationally uh, until recently, which made it difficult and allowed people like Lindsey Graham to reject requests to move on Biden's nominees, including Merrick Garland, to which. Lindsey Graham said that they needed to focus on impeachment and would not allow the procession of the Biden nominees to go through. So what does it mean for the Senate to be so evenly split in the long term? What does that mean in terms of the prospects for Democrats passing bills for this Senate? So... That's just for the next two years. We don't know what the power struggle for the Senate is going to look like beyond that. And so people are expecting that this will happen and it'll be the norm rather than the exception until Republicans will prove that they're going to vote for a bill, then, as Rachel Maddow suggests, they should 
expect that Republicans are going to vote against every single bill that the Democrats are proposing. On Thursday, February 4th, the House is going to vote on removing Marjorie Taylor from the committees that she is currently holding. Kevin McCarthy did not remove uh, Marjorie Taylor from the Budget Committee or the Education Committee. She has um, repeated the conspiracy theories about 9-11. She's wanted Nancy Pelosi to be shot. She wanted Obama to be lynched. And she also... Sir wanted believed in the conspiracy theory that Trump won the election, according to Morning Joe. She has, according to Twitter, uh, I need to find a better source for this. Half of the GOP applauded her when she apologized for her statements. Half of the GOP in the House did not applaud her. According to Cameron Joseph on Twitter, senior political reporter of Vice News, various Republican senators have distanced themselves from from Marjorie Taylor, while according to the Morning Show podcast from MSNBC, Lindsey Graham tries to hold out and say that he needs to verify whether those statements are accurate or whether they've been manipulated or not. Tommy Tumerville, one of the newer senators, said that he blamed the weather, and it being really bad weather, for why he hasn't gotten around to reading Marjorie Lee Taylor Greene's statements. I mean, talk about an excuse. So, one... The, the, but... As noted in Nancy Pelosi's press release, most of the Republicans condemn Marjorie Taylor. However, the House Republicans have taken no such action on her. Kevin McCarthy, however, the House majority in a press release, Nancy Pelosi called Kevin McCarthy... Q, C-A, in which Q stands for QAnon, whereas it was said that because he has not done any leadership on the issue, basically that makes Marjorie Taylor Greene the new face of the party. In other news, according to CNN, so there is a new Brazil variant um, regarding vaccines, so the new Brazil variant, nine children have died with experiencing symptoms of COVID-19. They had symptoms such as high fevers. Healthcare workers are not equipped to deal with this. Dave McKinsey stated that the Johnson Johnson vaccine trial had a 57% efficacy rating against the South African variant. So they could overall, they could eventually improve the vaccines. They might have to adjust the vaccines for the different variants out there. 
That's according to Neil Cavuto on Fox News. CNBC. Now, I did want to bring your attention over to another story about Andrew Cuomo. So, as you might have been aware, uh, CNBC and Fox News have been on his tail. Uh, Shep Smith and also conservative outlets, people who are into that area, they some people have a bias against Cuomo. Now, what is the truth? In Did Andrew Cuomo mishandle the nursing home issue? So, according to last, the C, Bloomberg, last week, State Attorney General Tita James said that the Cuomo administrations undercounted the deaths by as much as 50% in nursing homes related to COVID-19. The data showed that 9,786 confirmed deaths while while 2,957 presumed deaths were to be on the record. Cuomo said that the homes weren't supposed to take in COVID patients if their facility was not able to properly isolate them, according to the Bloomberg article. And he said that he did the best that he could, given the information, best they could. He said that New York was basically doing the best they could, given the information that they had available to them at the time. So I just wanted to make it a note for our listeners that there are two sides to every story. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumbo Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumbo Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.